Okay, so here we are on uh, episode three of uh, the Strength and Faith podcast, and uh, we have a special guest here in our midst. Very uh, happy and humbled to have uh, Father Michael Gendron here, who's the pastor at St. Peter's here in Auburn, New Hampshire. And today uh, I have some questions for him. I'm going to run down a little bit about his daily routine, his spiritual life, and his weightlifting life, which he's a big advocate of too, which is awesome. So I'm really privileged to have you here, Father Michael, and thank you again for joining me. Welcome. My pleasure being here. Awesome. So um, if you could just kind of give us a rundown of um, your, a little bit of your history of of the training, the weightlifting, I know you love doing that, and then how you came into grasping the weightlifting and how you feel it kind of correlates to um, your prayer life and your your job, really, right? Your job. Yeah, sure. Um, So I've been weightlifting for the last probably 20 years since I was really was in my later college age and then going through um, college and seminary and so I always weightlifted throughout my whole life, really, as a sign of a... To be strength, strength training, and just sort of really to be healthy. Um, and so, for my particular um, lifestyle, um, it fits, you know, perfectly in with what I do helping other people. Um, I've always found strength to be a good motivator for me. It really is a health benefit. It's also a good mind benefit as well. I mean, it's all the stress that I we all have in our daily life. Oh yeah. So I use it for that type of thing, and it's sort of it's also a good discipline. Um, when we talk about a life of a priest and a life of prayer, mm. it's about discipline. Yeah, it is, right. And so when you weightlifting, you always have a program that you sort of usually follow, mm-hmm. and it calls for discipline and calls for uh, you know, really setting your, your goals that you have in mind, and you sort of look at that goal and say, I'm going towards that. Yeah. And so the life of a priest um, in prayer and what I do daily, really my focus for that is always to call it holiness. And St. Paul says that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I'm always thinking is, why should the Spirit live in a, in a junkyard? So why should my body be let go and not be strong so I can do what God asked me to do? I love it. That's great. That's great. You know, so yeah. my, basically my routine, my daily routine really is, and I get up in the morning at 530. Okay. Um, I have an hour prayer um, where I do basically the office of hours, morning prayer, the rosary, Chapter of Divine Mercy, then I spend half an hour in silent prayer, and I have Mass. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I go to work out. Yeah. Um, I work out for about an hour, around 10 minutes, and I come back, and my day sort of starts. I could have meetings. I could have visiting the sick, go to the hospital, um, doing administration work for the parish. I could have funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or burials, what it may be. Yeah, you have a busy schedule, Yeah, they do, usually. Um, And then... You know, at nighttime, again, usually the last, oh, about 5 o'clock, 5.30, is another half an hour prayer. Okay. And then dinner, and then if I have meetings, that's fine. If not, then I have other stuff I need to do. But I do reading as well at nighttime, both spiritual reading and other type of reading as well. Great. Um, and my nutrition and part of that is obviously a big aspect anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a very usually clean eater. Um, usually I have a lot of, it's like chicken, a lot of vegetables, there are carbohydrates, um, very little sugar. Um, so I try to be very clean about what I eat. This time of the year, it can be a little bit more difficult. I was going to ask you that if I could interrupt. So how, how do you find, do you ever get those, I know I do, yeah. <laughs> but do you ever get those urges where, you know, somebody brings in a plate of cookies mm-hmm. and you know you're on your, your plan and you yeah. don't want to stray from your plan? Right. Do you ever have one or two here and there and I then will, you just yes. stop? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not a person like, they talk about having cheat meals. Yeah. I don't have a cheat meal because nothing that I really desire that's really that that really sort of tempts me, whether it's not having a burger or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, or a bacon, bacon doesn't really throw me. So what I usually do is if someone gives me a plate of cookies, I yeah. may have one or two, okay. and I stop. Great, okay. And people talk about here at the Paris how disciplined I am. 
because I can do that. Well, I remember that when I was training you a couple yeah. years ago, and that just, you, and, and to this day, in my history of, of clients, mm. you're the, I, I talked about you to someone just mm. the other day, a new client, and I said, I had this one guy, the only guy I've ever trained who was virtually 100% on his nutrition every day of the week, yeah. and it's, it's discipline, like you say, right. and, and it's part of your job, too, right? Right. So, right. I mean, again, as a priest, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, if I want to be able to sort of serve people and be the healthiest I can be, then my nutrition, along with my prayer along with my weight training has to sort of be on spot yeah absolutely right because you want yeah. a nice open mind clear right. mind and mind, yeah. good energy and good mental clarity and right. it, it all comes together with all of that absolutely exactly, yeah. i wanted to ask you with with your night let, nightly routine right yep. so when your work day is done at about 5 30 you do another half hour of prayer on I average is that prayer. what you said yeah, yeah. and usually yeah. do from either five o'clock or five thirty, and i have dinner around five thirty or six o'clock and okay. then i may have meetings at night time oh you do yeah yeah, yeah i can have meeting from six thirty to seven thirty, six thirty to eight o'clock whatever the meeting may be okay and at that point, my day is done. So I come okay. back to my room and I sort of relax. I don't really do anything else per se. Yeah. I will read. Or I may watch. There's a te- something on television I may watch for a while. But yeah. usually, um, that's sort of my, my day. You can choose wisely on the television. Exactly. Too, usually, right? yeah, usually <laughs> yeah, the food channel, stuff. the Hallmark channel. Right? <laughs> there you go. Or Perfect. PBS. It's a good yeah. plan. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I wanted to go back to the morning routine, yep. too. Um, talked about your, your one hour of prayer and meditation <laughs> and, and rosary and the cha- Divine Mercy Chaplet and yep. all that. Um, is that seven days a week? Most uh, yes, okay. usually yeah, usually it is there. Saturdays may may differ, um, okay. but usually it's it's usually at least five or six days a week. That's what and, I do. And that's been your your schedule since you came out of seminary. Or um, it's on actually average, or? just curious. Yeah, going to different parishes have changed because okay. of when mass was. Okay. Um, but most times here at St. Peter's, my former parish, that really was my has been my routine for the last last maybe. 16, 17 years. Wow. And then what about your actual training, your weightlifting? What's that routine like in terms of so like a weekly My schedule? routine, <clears throat> um, I will do, um, usually I've taken the 531 by Jim Wendler. Yeah, okay. And sort of, sort of applied that to my life. Nice. So I do sometimes the, um, the Big Bad Boring routine. Sometimes I'll change, I have his books, so I do sort of different, different things. Yeah. yeah, very good. So usually it's, it's, always, the, um, it's always the squats, yep. deadlifts, overhead press, bench press. And then obviously I do a lot of, uh, either pull-ups or chin-ups, a lot of dips. Yeah. Um, I will do a lot of uh, lunges. I'll do kettlebell swings. You're doing all the good stuff. Yeah. That's all the I good stuff. Planks, that I, I do planks. I do uh, ab rollers. Awesome. Um, yeah. So are you on the five three one doing everything you're doing combined? Is it a three-day program? I do a four-day you do? program. You do a four-day. Okay. And then I will do... Um, I will ask, Excuse me. I do some conditioning work on yeah. the days off, whether, okay. it's, whether it's walking, whether it's doing a biking. Or sure. Yeah. Sure. And then, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, I'm 50 now. I think yeah. you're probably about the same age. I'm right? 57. So you're a little bit older. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to ask you, because you're doing all the big lifts, all the prime yeah. lifts that I love doing too, yeah. quite frankly. But how about aches and pains? Any um, of that stuff going on? Are you pretty, pretty good with it I'm now? pretty good with that. I okay, have some good. some uh, issues <laughs> in uh, tennis in my elbow, my right elbow. Oh, yeah. I've okay. had some back issues before. Yeah. Um, when I was in my young years, I actually dislocated my um, one of my discs from doing leg presses. Oh. Okay. So I'd be very careful of that. Yeah, But of usually if I do it um, correctly... And I'm right by mechanical position. Then with a good warm up too. Yeah, with a good warm up. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah good. with a warm up. Um, then you're pretty much okay. Okay, awesome. And hopefully you learn some stuff when, when you train with us. I in did. Terms yes. of foam rolling yeah, and warming foam up. Foam awesome. rolling. Yeah. Okay, great stuff. to hear. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, so your consistency just just comes from from your daily routine, right. really, right? Mm-hmm. So, have you ever had a day? Because <laughs> I know I have these days. <clears throat> you might not. I'm guessing you don't. But do you ever have a day where? Oh, I have to pray again, or oh, I don't feel like squatting today, or oh, maybe I'll cut back a little bit today. <laughs> I went those days this morning because I, okay. I didn't sleep very well last night. So okay. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. But it's a, um, you know, 
even for somebody's prayer, prayer yeah. can be, and like anything else, prayer is a routine, is a discipline. Yeah. It's a habit. So we have Absolutely. to sort of engage the habit. Um, and there's a great quote I had heard from, uh, I've listened to um, something I heard on, on YouTube. It's called mm-hmm. Embrace the Suck. Oh, I remember that. Yes, that was... Um, by Nick Myers. Okay, I remember that one. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So, in that sense, it's one of those things you have to sort of just suck it. Sometimes you just have to do it. And yeah, this morning just suck I had it up, yeah. You know, the, the, five, um, the five sets of ten, you know, of ten rests of squats. Okay, that's brutal. Yep. <laughs> that's not after fun. Doing, after doing my, my heavy squats, I yeah. sort of... That, it's in a, you sort of do it. Yeah. You do it and you just do, you do it one set at a time as you yeah. focus on. Focus on the one set. Don't focus on the next one. And prepare one as well. Prayer sometimes yeah. you think, here we go again. But you have to sort of recognize that it is a, we have to sort of work with who we are. Sure. In fact, sometimes it is not always pleasant. Sometimes you just right. have the time to do it. It's yeah. making that time to do that and sort of being, being focused. So if you're lifting, let me ask you this, because I do this sometimes too in the middle of a lift. Do you ever feel like you're fighting to, to get through that lift or that last rep or something and say a quick little prayer? You ever find yourself always, doing that my, or before? My, or? my mantra is always, as St. Paul says in Philippians, I can do all things in Christ yeah. who strengthens me. 413, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my specific reality okay. when I go lift. Love so it. When I, some days I don't feel like doing this. I said, okay, this is what St. Paul reminds us of, yes. and so I just do it. That's awesome, Father. But that's I do it nice. well. That's not the question, <laughs> because if you're struggling, you're tired, you know, you just that struggle, but you just sort of, you know, plow through it. Gets you through, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. I love, I love that. I love yeah. that. So, um, uh, where are we here? So, so if someone's out there listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. right, even like myself right here, yeah. right now, um, I'm always looking to find a way. How do I get closer to the Lord? Mm-hmm. How, how do I get myself more on that spiritual road mm-hmm. um, that Jesus made Paul go on, right, when he was <laughs> yeah. transformed? Because um, for me, every day, I, I feel like I'm, I'm living through the Word, but some, I have those days, like I told you earlier mm-hmm. before we right. started this mm-hmm. recording, that, you know, some days I feel like I'm going through the motion, especially mm-hmm. with prayer, you know? Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for people out there listening to this for that? I think I would remind them what St. Francis de Sales says. When it comes to prayer, we have to be kind with ourselves. In the sense of, you know, if you're, if you're trying to pray and your mind's wandering, which is very typical for all of us, it happens to me, it happens to many people. Okay. Um, St. Um, Francis de Sales says, what happens in that moment is we often get very upset with ourselves. Like, I, I'm not doing this right, this is wrong. Almost like the guilt factor, right? Yeah, the guilt factor, right. He says very wisely, he says, when this happens, so you bring yourself back to prayer. Mm-hmm. Don't become upset or despondent. Just remember, your, remember that God is with you and that God knows you're, you're, you're entering this prayer. Yeah. God's always with you. And just when, you, when those thoughts come, you begin to go down the road with those thoughts. You bring yourself back. Just keep on going. Okay. Trust in God's mercy. St. Teresa of Lazur, one of the great doctors of the church, yeah. herself, when she went into adoration, <clears throat> would often fall asleep. Yeah. And she I find would, myself doing that in adoration too sometimes. She, would say, she would say, you know what? <laughs> Just knows I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for him. I'm not gonna worry about it. I just wake up and continue. Yeah. Okay. We don't have to beat ourselves up with trying to trying to be perfect. And would you consider that that same philosophy with, with sinning? Right. We have to remember that we're, we are imperfect, and that we're you know we're going to so we don't want to fall flat in our face. Yeah. Yeah. And other times when it happens, uh, we tend to run away from God, where God mm. wants us to run to Him. Yeah, right. I've to seen him it. and yeah. just ask for his mercy and for his grace to continue. And we pick ourselves up and we go on. You know, I think about the reality of, of failure. I'm a failure when it happens. The only failure that there is is that when we don't pick ourselves up and come back to God, that's right. really a failure. Right. If we continue to pick ourselves up back to God and say, here I am, God, I've sinned, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to do better with, with your grace. And we continue to move forward. That's what he's looking for, and that's what we're called. That's to do. what he wants. Yeah, right, exactly. So not I, to... I, and I could spend a two-hour podcast just talking about this with you, but I mean, I have mm-hmm. people that are very close to me in my family mm-hmm. that I have one in particular, no name to mention, but you know, 
that person almost feels like he's gone too far to yeah. come back, you know? Yeah. So if you have any advice besides me praying for him, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, for me, it's a hard thing to approach that person right. to talk about yeah. and say, hey, he's open for it. He's waiting for you. So yeah. let's go, man. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't know how to approach that. I think in that case, you, you can always approach the person and say, I, I can sense you may be struggling. Is there anything I can do to help you? I'm, I'll pray for you, but yeah. anything I can help you to do? Can I help you okay. with something? Do you need, what, else do, what else do you need beside my prayers? What can I help you do? And I think that helps, tends to open the door and recognize that people are struggling. Yeah, yeah. And really just to be compassionate as much as possible. Definitely. That's and that's saying, you know, I struggle as well. Yeah. So I, I, I recognize that you're, you're struggling as I am too, but what can I do to help you in, the, in this moment? Yeah, I think, I think for me too, it's just it's the, the patience and the time, me, right. me yeah. waiting for that person to, to change. And I've seen, like, the, this person, I've seen little changes here and there, little yeah. hints, but... You know, who knows how long it's going to take. Only he knows. You know? Right. And you have to sort of allow the Holy Spirit to work in that moment as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you a couple other questions sure. um, about somebody looking to get close to the Lord. So mm-hmm. a little over a year ago, I went to Curcio. Right. And that totally changed my life, sure. as you, as I'm sure mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people. So if anyone's looking for some sort of retreat, do you recommend that for someone who is maybe maybe on the fence or maybe who is a, a believer and has faith but wants to take it to the next level. Any, any advice or recommendations on that? Christian is a very, is a very good program to enter yeah, into. It's amazing, yeah. Um, I think some of the other things to do is to find a person who you recognize as a person of faith and ask, you know, just ask them for, for their prayers. Ask them okay. for, their, for their help or assistance. Okay. Um, but it really is, I think, for many people, um, that a sense of awakening, that, okay, what do I do next? What's mm. next? And it's finding a community of faith because our faith is not live in isolation. Okay. Always live in the sense of community. Okay. And that we need other people around us to mm. assist us in living out the faith. Amen to that, Father. Amen. Absolutely. And so I, they can find a good faith community to, to go to. Yeah. Be Catholic, whether it be whatever, wherever it may be. Yeah. For them, that's what they really you know. I feel like I found that um, through my gym, actually, through my, my facility mm-hmm. now. People, sure. believe, believe it or not, people are flocking to the gym because mm-hmm. they might be seeing my faith out in the social right. media or from friends or stuff right. and stuff. And I'm so blessed because people are coming to me that are asking asking me questions yeah. about their their faith. And I think we so tend to forget that God works in those ordinary situations of our lives yeah. that we may not ever expect. Right. And it's those ordinary experiences that we have with other people that are going to enter into that and move people. Yeah. And we call them the gift of faith because of our witness. And witness has to be anything special. It can be very right. simple, very ordinary. Yeah, yeah. But when it's honest and sincere, yeah. when it's a real witness about living a faith, then that becomes a dynamic moment for that person to really say, ah, oh, yeah. there's God in that midst. Yeah, he's, he's, they've seen it through your witness. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, great. So if someone, uh, one last question, sure. and then we'll wrap it up. But I have someone who's really a good friend of mine mm-hmm. who is... How do I say it? He's on that fence between science mm-hmm. and Jesus. He's like yeah. teetering back and forth, mm-hmm. and he's getting getting closer and closer to believing. Yeah. I'm noticing more and more the more I talk to sure. him. But um, again, that's just the one more question on that. So, what would you recommend he do in, in that in that situation? I think you um, need to remember, as Saint John Paul II said, is that faith and reason go together. And science is not opposed to our faith. It actually helps us encounter our faith yeah, because it reveals point. really the fullness of God. Yeah. There's a great book um, called The Language of God written by one of the head of the Geno program back oh. under President Clinton. This man was an atheist. Oh, wow. But in looking at the whole gene structure of our bodies and our system, yeah. we need to recognize that this could not come about unless there was something else besides us. And That's it was awesome. for that, that science that he began to discover who God is yeah. and became a convert to the Christian faith because of that. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's science, and, and they, they do go hand in hand, and faith yeah. and reason go together. 
They're like our two lungs that we, that we breathe with. Right, right, right. And that's true. So people are, you know, science and faith, not opposed to one, they actually really integrate into one another mm-hmm. to recognize how God has worked in this mysterious thing we call science in the world that by his very creation, he's brought this together. And that call is always for us to believe, to trust that the order and laws of nature, laws of science are given to, to us by him we feel it really is fullness of his presence to us. That's great. That's a great, great. I hope uh, anybody listening to this podcast here gets that book because I'm going to get it. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. That sounds great, Father. Well, listen, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time here. Okay. Try to keep this under 15 minutes, so we're right about there now. Okay. And um, uh, I'd love to have you on again in the future. Sure, and um, anybody out there listening, if you have any questions or need some prayer, feel free to reach out to myself. Um, through this podcast, you can actually leave a, a voice memo through the podcast now. And you can find us on uh, find me on iTunes on strength. Just search strength and faith, or my name Michael Bistany. And again, Father, thank you so much. Welcome. Have a merry Christmas. All right, merry Christmas to you. Thank, thank you. you.